welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the penultimate episode of Arcane, episode eight, Oil and Water. Man, this was this was a lot. A lot of things happened in this episode. Uh, some devastation. Some some definite devastation. <laughs> And heartbreak and I don't I don't know what to do with my emotions because I just watched the episode so I'm taking it all in just wow I am going to go ahead and give it a 10 out of 10 just for the amount of bat shit that was going down and I loved all of it I really loved Mel's mom that is a whole ass problem speaking of mel that's how we begin this episode as she is a young woman on oh they said it three times in this episode noxus is that the name of her place of birth but she's young imagining the hall what it's gonna look like how the queen is going to rule and at the time we didn't know this woman was her mother because we didn't see her face but she says i will make that happen for you you know that could be mel madarda that could be her name and she's like you would do that for me yeah if you prove yourself worthy of having the throne and here we go her guards then bring in a girl around her same age and she asked what do you what should we do with her she's like oh she's learned her lesson just let her go you know strip her of her titles and all that and she can live and her mother's like no if we let her go there might be more that we have to kill or we could just kill her and end it right here and she's like well i don't know about that decision and then mom takes out her blade and beheads her right then and there it's not about money it's about sending a message everything burns she's like yeah you made the wrong decision and that is why she was banished all these years because as her mom says i needed you to get some tough skin <laughs> and also to guard our interests here but mostly get some tough skin they are very brutal and ruthless in noxus and now mom has shown up in the present to piltover that's probably what she ignored last episode the letter that had the seal on it she was like i know that is from my mother and i'm not about to figure out what that is she doesn't even allow her her tricks do not ingratiate yourself with me do not act like you just come in here to see me as your daughter it's been five years you banished me here i have not forgotten what you did and then she reveals your brother is dead surprisingly mom takes responsibility saying i was distracted and i made a mistake i can't take it back now but he's gone and now she's here and something tells me that she's trying to take over uh what her daughter's got going on to put herself back in a position of power 
mom immediately starts doling out advice you've let things fester too long with the undercity you're unprepared to deal with the coming war she's like i'm not here to or you're not here to convince me to go to war because that's not the only solution stop being so damn warmongery and allow me to handle the situation she's like you're mr talus oh she know all the details and i'm wondering if flora gave them up she then has a boat arrive with a very young looking <laughs> gigolo that's what i'm gonna call him on it and they said miss madarda they both said yeah she's like oh no darling that's for me i'm gonna go taste some of that fine cuisine he was talking about okay lamborghini mercy yo chick she's so thirsty i'm in that two seat limbo with your girl she trying to jerk okay lamborghini mercy yo chick she's so thirsty i'm in that two seat limbo with your girl she trying to jerk what i love about her mother mrs madarda because i don't know her first name yet is that she does not at all pretend to be what she is <laughs> she is a snake do not trust her or trust her at your own peril and that she is going to get her way one way or another she also is used to being a queen and she definitely treats herself like one she goes uh we'll see about that about you taking my advice and then she goes to jace i didn't know that he was in the room when she had her legs all open up in that damn pool had them boys massaging all over her she was living her best life and then she's like mr talus i said oh oh that's awkward he didn't even know who summoned him he figured it out halfway through i love that he corrected her and said chancellor talus i see where you going jace i definitely see where you going <laughs> you and victor's ass so she tells him look i know you got a situation you need to show strength um i will deal with my affairs the way i'm going to deal with my affairs old woman that just showed up and is showing me all her goodies but she whispers in his ear that basically I know what I'm talking about and you gonna need me. Later on in the uh, council meeting, you can tell Mel knows that her mother has been up in Jace's ear. Her whole expression says it like this bitch just gonna go over my head and you better watch jace around your man around him okay because <laughs> but i think she's just more like look you about to be the son that i just lost and my daughter can can want to control that but i've been doing this a long time and i'm way better at it but jace definitely wants to take a more aggressive approach with the city of zon but everyone else on the council hearing mel say look you don't know what war is like and thus we need to take a diplomatic action uh, regarding zon and silco they now know that marcus was dirty that's good to know 
which is why they left his corpse sitting there and i appreciated it if you think i'm gonna forgive the man that put vi in a steel box for five years you got life fucked up speaking of the love of my life and uh caitlin they get back into piltover they hide from the enforcers that are checking out the scene soko gets there before they show up and finds jinx of course she took the hextech crystal or gemstone and caitlin's like all of that was for nothing her sister knows vi at this time that yeah my sister really is that fucked up like she just really shot at me (laughs) and the soon love of my life they get back to caitlin's place but vi doesn't know and she's like so does one of your counselor friends live here this is nice and fancy and then caitlin's mom busts in the room with a shotgun (laughs) their faces Shit, motherfucker, ass tits, cunt, cock, motherfucker, shit, ass tits, motherfucker, shit, come on. I'm beginning to understand the mom a little bit better, Mrs. Cameraman. Or Cameraman? One or the other. Because she do be real quick with the weapon. She doesn't want her her daughter to follow in the same particular footpath. She wants to keep her coddled instead of accepting that she is the woman that you that you gave birth to (laughs) she comes from your genes she's gonna have your dreams your goals your sass dad comes in like i'm so happy to see you i don't care about this strange woman in your room (laughs) she's like this is bye uh-huh and then they go and speak in private dad takes out the the shrapnel from her wound and caitlin makes a plea to her mother like look i've been down there it's shitty we're not doing our part the government doesn't give a shit it's corrupt it's under this person named silco and i have had my eyes open to a situation we should have been more aware of and taking more action regarding and mom is not too happy to hear about her exploits but she does agree to allow a meeting with the or facilitate a meeting with the council seeing that she's on the fucking thing and this is a serious issue she goes back to vi in her room who's just chilling out on her bed you know she was rolling around in her blankets because that's what i would do if i was ever left alone in say (laughs) daniel bro's room yeah i still love you harry i love you harry lloyd and tom hiddleston and i mean there's just there's a lot it's a lot man it's a lot um back on topic the women begin to talk about jinx like it's not your fault what happened to your sister and she tells her i like the way they were positioned on the bed like i used to sleep in a bed with my sister that was just like this okay like um half this size and we used to talk about the monsters that we were afraid of and then i used to have to attack my own monsters because that would sometimes scare my sister 
and she didn't want them to wake their parents up and that she told her that she would always be there for her when she herself confronted an actual monster she ran and so i know that it wasn't all in her control but i see where vi is coming from in this moment like i could have done more but i was scared um i think she's not giving herself enough credit for what she really did do because vander would have been saved i don't care if it was for 20 more minutes she would have accomplished her goal and we have caitlin stroking her cheek and Vi returns the affection by grabbing her hand and later they're before the council and Caitlin introduces Vi as someone who didn't have to help her but risked her life to show me and get me the information that I needed at great risk to herself you are saying that silco is not a problem who investigated him i love that moment when jace just threw his fucking <laughs> through the shrapnel like son of a bitch <laughs> like i'm not even gonna pretend unlike everyone else in this room like you don't 100 percent know what you're talking about and thus they he is considering using Hextech as weaponry so that they can go to war with Zahn. Everyone else in the council after Mel speaks up is not down with war. Let's try a diplomatic solution. Jace is a little upset by that, but not as angry as Vi. I did love when he brought out the 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 bomb and he says, "Do you know anything about this, Caitlin?" And Caitlin's like, "No." oh shit i just lied without even thinking about it and then she started to think about it and vi standing forward you know holding her hand like her name is jinx i understand that there's a part of my sister that is gone whatever i feel about that no matter how much i may never give up on that i can't pretend <laughs> that she's not out here killing folks for no reason and and whatever the case may be like this isn't right this isn't the way they have you know soko with jinx help has devolved the whole entire undercity so giving them independence is just going to leave more people now under the influence of absolute nutter drug le leaders that's crazy so she is not happy about the fact that they won't take any action and I'm kind of surprised a little because they had wanted to fight for independence. And I think Vander would have preferred maybe a diplomatic solution. But I think because things have gone so far, it's no longer feasible for her. Um, and uh, she decides to walk out when one of the people's like, we can call the enforcers. I know where your fancy fucking door is also enjoyed the look between mother and daughter as she can clearly see that she's torn between her duty and wanting to chase after vi she doesn't know what to do and her mom understanding this person means something to my daughter allows her to go she chases vi down and vi couldn't even look her in the eyes 
as she says it's oil and water it's the same thing that keeps recycling itself through history i was a little naive to expect it to be different this time and she says well what about us oil and water just forget me cupcake never gonna give you up never gonna let you say once again i did not expect her to go to jace who's building the hextech weapons just all by himself in the lab jace where's your security you're a councilman <laughs> i know Vaya is good but goddamn you over there trying to protect yourself with a fucking hammer like that would do anything uh she comes in says look he was the only person that opened their mouth and made sense in there so we should do something i want in it's like there's no in i can't go against the council fuck the council you want to fuck some shit up because i really can fuck some shit up with these gloves that you got over here a friend of mine used to have them and now with hextech they're even better jay's really picked up that hammer like uh, once again he was <laughs> he was gonna have any chance but i guess you gotta protect yourself but she tells him look out of all the people that caitlin wanted to get to topside you were the only person that she could trust and you were the only person that was talking sense in that room which means i can trust you you were right we gotta take out silco this shit is not gonna end and at least if he's taken down you know the other crime lords won't stand for it she just wants revenge when it breaks down to it uh he's like okay so how do we do that take down his shimmer factories and then they go on a heist and it was amazing i don't care that a kid died shouldn't have been working there (laughs) so uh, i know i know i know i'm just mad because it's gonna lead to jace thinking he needs to go back to the diplomatic table and i'm like no you idiot you got to be stronger like this is kind of what grandma was talking about mrs madara madarda it's like yeah kids are weapons in his hands he, he's the one that's doing this to these people putting them in harm's way making it harder for you you're gonna have to understand that that's not on you you gotta do you know i am coming off like a whole ass monster <laughs> but i love this fight seeing the shimmered uh you know she hit this button that was the same kid that hit the button though i'm like that's why i guess i didn't feel so bad i'm like uh he didn't go like oh i'm liberated he fucking went over there and pushed the damn button and made the shimmer infested monster or people uh go fucking crazy with some blades and they tore up all them damn enforcers at least a lot of them but i guess backup was on its way because there was a lot more at the end (laughs) and man once again vi comes through out of the sky just knocking folks out love it every time and he looked over her like okay all right i was surprised jace handled himself as well as he did i had to give him a little bit of props for that because i didn't expect it because he is a little you know especially when she's like i could he or he made that arrogant statement i can have you sent 
to prison bitch i've been in prison for five years for no crimes that's what i want well i guess i guess the whole <laughs> robbery set off this whole entire thing that went down but you don't know what it's like to be stuck in a concrete you know box that's not how prisoners should be treated you know we're still people you just drive us insane and make us more criminals and then expect us to go ever back to into society but uh yeah they they handle business but jace has got that that shit look on his face and mel's gonna be right there like i told you you're not ready for war so that's gonna be a problem next episode because he's gonna want to uh he's gonna want peace with silko and i don't want to see it happen quite frankly i don't i want war it's gone too far <laughs> and i ain't forgot that jace uh uh uh, uh can definitely be a little undersidious when he wants to be uh i think that pretty much wraps up that story except for the end uh because then i have to go talk about two other things that occurred this episode but let's go ahead and jump uh into that end we have caitlin in the shower thinking about every second of vi walking away from her and yeah she um she definitely ain't forgetting shit i'm the ice cream man she chunky monkey she like the trolley swirly in my vanilla coupe. She like my sugar cone seeds. I just took off the roof. She's like, girl, I've been waiting for you my whole entire life. I'm gonna go find your ass when you calm down. That's <laughs> what she was thinking. I now get the meme that says, I should have fucked her. <laughs> Thank you for that. When she comes out of the shower, though, on the mayor because she was just sitting there drawing in her steam there's jinx in the corner and her eyes are purple so this goes back to what the fuck did dr frankenstein do to jinx because now she um is not the same person she is clearly powder is no more okay powder has died officially no more vi no it's just vi what your problem is because you gonna have to choose between me and this bitch she crazy <laughs> i kind of love her crazy but she is crazy um silko takes her after she's broken it didn't even seem like she had that many wounds but whatever takes her to to the the frankenstein doctor he's like look i can heal her but are you prepared to lose her she cannot die that's not what i asked you but i'm gonna put i'm gonna knock you the fuck out just just in case you rethink this decision because once i get started there is no stopping and of course jinx imagines that it's by and caitlin that is torturing her so she is insane in the membrane insane got no brain let's go over to the other side of piltover or not piltover um because we'll get back to the layoffs i saved victor for last let's get to because <laughs> that shit hurt my heart let's get to heimendinger 
I think that's his name because they said it in this episode. He ends up walking through the streets of the Undercity talking about I tried to help, but nobody wants me. Motherfucker, you literally went through. <laughs> they took a two-minute tour. <laughs> Look at like fucking Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> you ain't even announce yourself like, hi, I'm Counselor Heimerdinger. No, you went in incognito. How the fuck did anybody reject you? You saw a girl in an alley and instead of giving her something like food, <laughs> like if you go help, come down here with some shit. That was the dumbest line of the whole episode. <laughs> um, yeah. So he, 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 he made a little top thing with this girl because she was like, here's some notes and bolts. I don't know what to do with this. I'm going to turn it into a toy yeah get away from my kid fucking psycho there's pedophiles down here in case you don't know how to read the room he's just about to go back on his boat when he sees a piece of technology it's his scooter board echoes and echo is hurt and injured his leg is broken or sprained i think it's broken and he recognizes Heimerdinger immediately. Aren't you counselor Heimerdinger? No, it's just Heimerdinger now. What you doing down here? Oh, I'm trying to help people that don't want my help. Oh, we having the same day. <laughs> that made more sense for Echo. And he's like, uh, so I don't have a ride. <laughs> and clearly you want to help someone today. I got you. Now let's go to the Victor storyline. I swear to God, I forgot all about Victor doing any of this shit. It's 15 minutes towards the end of the episode. And here's Victor. He's outside. He running. Jace, can you check on your friends? Because you sure as hell checked on that pussy. (laughs) He dying. So he outside. He runs for the first time. And I'm sure that was very exhilarating. So, of course, he needs some more. He needs some more. So, he goes back into the lab. He's out of shimmer. But he's like, fuck it. I'm going to do it anti-shimmer. Now that I know that it works. Poor Sky. Sky's just coming to show him what she's been working on. And hopefully, he will work on her. Because she, the last word she ever said outside the door was everything you do is wonderful or something to that effect. Definitely has hard eyes for Victor. She comes in, sees this very skinny ass man though. Good God, Victor. Eat. Eat some, like seriously. I'll have two number nines, a number nine large, a number six with extra dip, a number seven, Two number 45s, one with cheese, and a large soap. I'm going to order for you, bruh. But Sky comes in, immediately goes to help him. He didn't even seem as if he was aware that she was attached to him. And I'm not sure if that's the shimmer going through his body or his proximity to the hex core. But... He's trying to latch on to it and it's only when 
he fully connects to it that he realizes that sky is trying to pull him away from it and you can see that look of horror of like oh shit <laughs> and then sky yells victor and immediately disintegrates to ash i remember when i remember i remember when i lost my mind there was something so pleasant about that place even your emotions have an echo in so much space If that was a euphemism for all celebrity crushes, thank you for doing your job. But also, that's so terrible. <laughs> that is the worst case scenario of how she thought her day was going to end. Um, maybe mildly rejected, but certainly, certainly not dust. Um... <laughs> he wakes up and to his credit he is he is beyond horrified he can't even say the words he's just like scott 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 no 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 it can't that uh that did not just happen that did not huh <laughs> that's your childhood friend that ain't really even like I don't know what their relationship been all these however many years, but clearly she's been trying to chase him around for a hot ass minute. I know she probably was like, "What you doing today, little boy on the beach?" And he was like, "Yeah, I'm putting this shit together." And she's like, "I'm gonna sit here and watch." And that's literally probably how they friendship been. I have to fill in the blanks because now she's dead. <laughs> Is it possible because we have the whole idea of organic matter affecting the technology and because she was attached to him, like touching him, but she turned to dust and he did not. So I don't, I will say, why would you linger on the shot of the hex core? But it could have just been, this is how powerful this motherfucker is. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure Sky's dead. <laughs> I don't even if she ain't, even if she's a part of the hex core, that doesn't make me happy. Sky's dead. Her mortal body is gone. She ain't getting fucked by Victor at all. This sucks. Sucks for real for Sky. We barely got to know you had like four lines. it's horrible i know i'm laughing i am because i was shocked as shit i was like oh my god i did not that was the shock of the episode i was not expecting i knew it was gonna go wrong like i figured he was gonna go evil i didn't figure he was gonna straight turn his only friend with the exception of baby jace <laughs> who ain't even his friend friend that can't really understand what it's like to grow up in the same hood so um yeah if that that either like that to me is the sign of someone who just got luckily pulled from the brink of super villain or is going it's gonna be the last of his humanity to make him a super villain one or the other i don't know if victor's a villain or not 
I feel like they've been setting it up like Victor's gonna be a villain. Um, but also, <laughs> poor Victor, <laughs> he just wanted to live. You know, you can't really blame someone for wanting to experiment on themselves. He thought he was risking only himself, and unfortunately, he didn't. So that's gonna sit in his soul for a very long time, whatever happens. And he's still dying uh i'm curious to see what happens next episode in regards to that situation (laughs) he didn't stand up either he looked like he crawled so clearly it didn't work 125 percent but i i don't know i don't is this gonna be his his uh albatross to continue his work so that one day you know death will never occur for anyone i I just want to see how this plays into it because it's a character that just kind of has been like i really like sky but she has only been a, a for the most part red shirt type of character so if it's to be profound of an effect i need it to be a little bit more than what they gave us uh and it's kind of like with mel this last act I'm feeling as if they're setting up for season two more so than they are. um, They are focusing on like this all is leading to somewhere else. Like Mel, for example, as I was just stating, (laughs) they're starting to go down the thought process of we're just now getting on the penultimate episode, her backstory, her mother, uh, where she comes from, how she's, how she informs her decisions but we got that in the twilight fucking hour so her mother lives a continent away and i've been saying is the world gonna get bigger and then piltover is just gonna be a part of it and we might branch out i don't know but i think that the war with zon is definitely going to happen one way or another before the end of the season or or you know it's going to be indicated that there is going to be no diplomatic (laughs) so it's a good thing mama has showed up basically and that is our episode i really enjoyed it just a few shockers um i think i covered everything pretty sure soko he ain't seen his new base since she got back uh at least i don't think so oh yeah there is one other thing savika the dude that almost died last episode uh is apparently still willing to talk that shit because he walks up to savika he tells her look you know that he's slipping and him and jinx are both an issue and the most interesting thing is when he said there are bigger bosses than silko there's other people out there better people to work for than him so once again it's that setup for uh, much bigger acts to follow so if you want to send feedback for our final episode which should be tomorrow blackocouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until next time peace hair grease and black magic